0: Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're continuing to sink our teeth into this incredible passage from Ephesians 3. Yesterday, and continuing through this sermon wherein Paul is kneeling before the Father, extolling extolling God from whom every family in heaven and earth is named, praying for the church at Ephesus. Yesterday we saw he prayed that Christ would dwell in their hearts through faith, this means that they're truly converted, for that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend. And this is where we, we pick up today, all right? Take a, take a closer look at the text with me. Love is the basis for everything that we're going to understand next, all right? That you would be rooted, firmly established in love, then you're able to comprehend. It begins in love, begins in love. Most of the arrows that you take as a follower of Jesus are going to hit you in the back. They're going to come from other believers. They're going to come from other Christians. This is difficult. I talked to a lot of people who maybe grew up in church and they haven't gone back because they've been hurt. Right? If that's you, I'm incredibly sorry. I can tell you i as a pastor know what it's like even on a deeper level than a lot of non-professing christians who've been hurt by churches know what it's like to be hurt by a church and i have to confess that i've made mistakes that have hurt people in churches so we only have two realistic models for how the church is actually going to work how the church is actually going to function love Everything we do must be rooted, firmly established in love. And consider the perks that this passage promises once we do that. If everything is firmly established in love, we're able to comprehend, look at that, with all the saints. See this? This is beautiful. As we're firmly established in love, we've already decided, no matter what happens, we're going to love each other. All right when when uh, when somebody lets us down, we're gonna respond in love. When we mess up, we're gonna be surrounded by love. This is just a foregone conclusion because we are rooted, firmly established in love. When this happens, we may be able to comprehend with all the saints. Man, this is critical. I was working with a friend of mine uh, who's over Bibles for for a Lifeway. And they're working on a new study Bible. And we were talking about some of the study Bibles that that were top sellers, that were big ones. You know, I I had the the Life Application Study Bible that was released by uh, by Zondervan. And what I found in a lot of the commentary in that study Bible was that much of it was much of it was was individually focused. When we read scripture through the lens of like from God directly to me, that's a bit of a narcissistic hermeneutic. All right, because it wasn't just written to you. It wasn't. It was written to the church. In fact, literally the titles of the books we read, (laughs) i.e. Ephesians, are written to entire churches. The book of Galatians was written to an entire region. The book of Colossians was written to a series of house churches across Colossae. The title of the book you're reading is a region, a church, a collective of congregations in some cases, multiple individuals, not just one singular individual. There are books of the Bible that are written to individuals. For example, Philemon, all right, 1st Timothy, 2nd Timothy, Titus, uh, Luke's gospel, and the book of Acts were originally letters written to an individual. However, The majority of Scripture is written to the collective. And even in the case of 1st Timothy and 2nd Timothy and Titus, those were instructions on how the church should work. So when we look at Scripture as though it were written individually, strictly speaking, just to us, we are missing the point. What Paul's praying is that we would be rooted and firmly established in love, not for ourselves, but for, for one another and for God. And then we may be able to comprehend, not in isolation, but the scripture says with all the saints, that you may comprehend the length, width, height, and depth of God's love. The full dimensions that a mortal mind can grasp of the love of God is not something that you comprehend on your own. This wasn't just written to you, right? Do you see the book? that we're looking from right now. It's called Ephesians. It's not written, it's not titled To Susan, To Gerald. It's not titled Dear Bertha. This whole thing opens up with Paul's salutation to the church at Ephesus. And now we have inherited the gospel legacy from the church at Ephesus, even though it doesn't look so good based on the archaeological record for the church at Ephesus. They may have likely lost their first love. When we see them mentioned in the book of Revelation, that was God's instruction to them. But now it's our turn with the same gospel. Our turn. Paul's prayers is that you would be able to comprehend this with all the saints. Something kind of cool about this as well, the fact that it's written so that we may comprehend the love of God in all of its full dimension, all of its full dimensions with all the saints, does also have an ecumenical application to it across denominations. That though we may differ on some of the finer points of theology, that we all love the same God. We may comprehend this with all of the saints. That you, I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints. All right, you're not able to comprehend this apart from the spirit. You don't comprehend this individually, rooted in love, you comprehend this with all of the saints. What is the length of God's love? He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end the width of god's love wow the height and the depth when we combine all of these together we see a full full scope of all the dimensions length width height and other third dimension depth of god's love god's love We know that it's the greatest in the universe. Based on what we know to be true about the character of God, he is omnipotent. And the best news you've heard all day is that the omnipotent one also abounds in love. The omnipotent creator, savior, warrior, king, God is also love. By his width, height, depth, and length, he is love. Now, God is also just god also has wrath for sin so he disciplines his children when we sin and he allows us to suffer the consequences of our sins but knowing the full length of god's love the width the height the depth of god's love do you believe that you have been forgiven see our sermon this past weekend it's not possible to forgive yourself right you're not the aggrieved party Rather, I think what people are trying to articulate when they use that colloquialism is, do you really believe that you have been forgiven? It doesn't work the other way around. It doesn't work to just decide that you've been forgiven. Try that on someone. Step on someone's toe and then look them in the eyes and then tell them that you have been forgiven. It won't work well. Rather, when we grasp the love of God, We believe that we've been forgiven. We believe God when he says that he throws our sin as far as the East is from the West, when he says that he will not count count our sins against us anymore. We believe Jesus when Jesus said that no greater love has any man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Are you starting to get a picture of this? The full length of God's love, the lengths to which Christ went, the width that it crosses boundaries and millennia and oceans. The height of God's love. He is the creator of the ends of the universe. The James Webb Space Telescope is radically changing our understanding of how massive the universe is and has huge implications for our understanding of its age and the depth of God's love. It's not superficial. You may be a physically beautiful person, but God's love for you is greater than merely your appearance. And the text continues and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge. This is where we will pick up tomorrow. I pray this has been a blessing to you. I'll see you there.